Hey everyone. All right, this is episode three. Talking about a couple different things with this one. Um, mainly, of course, about you know my generation, millennials, and why we can't seem to get out of our own way in life. Um, and a fix for that, I think, is to have a outlook on one's own future and have a plan you know i think a lot of us get caught up in day-to-day -day life and just think oh something shit's gonna work out for us next year this year this is my year you know not not really the case it takes a lot of hard work and years to achieve stuff um let's take talk about myself as an example uh have a i call it a 10-year plan from now you know from and i started at the beginning of this year so back in january part of that relates to yeah my alcohol use to to and that you know me thinking down the road like what am i want my life to be what do i want to look like 10 years from now obviously alcohol did not was not in that picture and would not help me achieve what i want to yeah so I mean, I wrote a list. Um, sorry, bear with me. I don't quite have my list right in front of me. I should have. Yeah, you know, okay, you know, I wrote this down at the end of last year, you know. Let's just go through them, you know. Um, number one, uh, be married. You know, find somebody to marry that is going to want to marry me, you know, share life with. Have no debt, you know. Get rid of the debt that I have. Have a house paid for. Another goal. This is all... Everything on this list is achievable within 10 years, I feel like, by the time I'm 45. Uh, another thing I want to do is have a van or camper for travel, meaning get my own van, outfit it into a camper van. So I go travel and see the places that I have not seen before. Hopefully, at least when I'm at some point in my 40s, have enough money that I don't have to do the current job I'm doing anymore. It's a very physical, physically demanding work, and yeah, I just don't want to do it into my late 40s. 
yeah, be sober for the last 10 years, you know, be fit and healthy, hopefully have a kid and a family, learn martial arts, also want to learn how to play the piano, play the violin, possibly even the guitar, uh, have my own small business, probably woodworking business, making stuff. I'm actually talented in that. And I like doing it. You know, it's good to write the stuff down. It's kind of like a New Year's resolution thing, but also just... That's too short. I feel like it's good to write years down the road, down, you know, and what you want to do. I think a lot of times we can't get out of our own way. Day to day, you know, month after month and every year, you know, we just think we got more time and we don't really. I think that's a big flaw of my generation is we always seem to think we have more time. So, and yeah, we're, we're, I'm getting in mid thirties now realizing, and eh, no, we don't have forever, you know, a lot of millennials, you know, are still single, no family, no prospects of anything like that happening. It's kind of crazy. Like this is, the amount of single people, loneliness, all that shit, it, it's never been this bad in history, you know. I mean, you just have to stop, like, trying to make stuff happen. You know, do your own job every day. Do what you need to do every day and build up your own life, you know, get better at things, learn new things. So you have a plan. If 10 years is too long, have a five-year plan. That's what I would recommend. You know, fo um, focus on the gym more. Like, learn an instrument. Learn how to trade stocks online. You know, you can open Schwab account, PenTrade, all these different accounts for almost free, almost next to nothing, and start trading for a little bit of money, you know. Yeah, it's just a common mistake is thinking we have all the time in the world. And, you know, I think a lot of people my age that don't have a family, you know, are going to, I don't maybe quite realize this yet, I kind of am starting to, and it's like, even if we do have kids or a family of our own, it still is probably not going to happen for another five years or more for most people in their 30s. And the shitty thing about that is like, by the time you might actually have a kid, you know, you're pushing 40s and 
you know, like, even if I had a kid when I'm 40, like my parents, hopefully they're still around then. It's a little bit heartbreaking that, you know, they're not going to really know a kid I would have. You know. I guess I just thought it would happen a lot sooner than now, and I'm sure a lot of people my age think the same way. So I think we need to get better at forming community bonds in some way, whether it's through a church or Facebook event groups, maybe, you know. Nobody seems to do speed dating anymore. You know, I've tried that in the past. Um, I haven't looked in my local city, but they don't even have anything. But I have heard that cities that do do that, ironically, most men aren't even showing up to them. I would not recommend doing any dating apps. You know, we, we've all tried it and never, you know, they never produce anything meaningful. So it's just basically a beauty pageant contest on your phone, you know. Yeah, we spend money on them, and it's just, uh, we're on them for a bit, and then see the same people that we swipe right on and that never swipe right on us, and then we get frustrated and cancel subscription, delete it, you know, and then we're off it for a while until we get bored and get back on it again, and it's just this vicious cycle, so... We're definitely going to have a population collapse in the near future. Well, I'll probably see it in my lifetime for sure. Yeah, here's Pew Research. A record high share of 40-year-olds in the U.S. have never been married. Yeah. I mean, we see statistics like that, and it's just not surprising. You know, we're not, I'm not surprised by any of it anymore. So I think, like, on a social scale through across the country, I don't think there's really a fix for any of this stuff. This just the fix is you have to individually do the best you can in your life, the best you can do about building your life up, learning new things. Do traveling, you know. I don't, I mean, I, I don't personally like airplanes, um, but it's kind of why I want to get a camper van and outfit it and do traveling more, you know? If you're not in the best shape, yeah, shape, uh, focus on the gym more, you know? But yeah, even with that, there's a whole 
toxic gym culture that has arisen here that is ridiculous. I just, I don't even go to the gym anymore at busy times. Since I work up or wake up early to go to work on my days off, I just go to the gym at three in the morning. Nobody's there. Well, I think a lot of people are getting tired of the toxic gym culture also. It's just like more people I think are going to be working out at home buying their own gym equipment making their own home gyms um maybe sharing gym equipment with their friends or yeah going on off times when there's not many people there last couple times I went to a gym in the evening when it was more busy I just got I get, it was disgusting. I could go there and I see people doing some squats with a tripod and set for their freaking phone. You know, like I don't, none of the rest of us want to be caught in a recording. It's not a studio, it's a gym, you know. But, you know, that's the whole, you know, social media breeds a narcissistic traits and people so I don't remember seeing any of this in gyms like 15 20 years ago I worked in a gym for two years in 2008 didn't see none of this of course you know the iPhone had just come out so people had mp3 players but they didn't have no phones taking pics and posting them on Instagram shit man it's not just women too i've seen like and, and i'm not blaming women as them oh they're only doing no i've seen guys do this shit too uh, i've seen two guys load up a leg press machine with just about all the 45 pound plates it would fit on the machine one of the guys sat down on it put his feet up there and the other guy stood back and took a picture of him. And the guy that was sitting on the machine didn't even do a rep. He literally just posed and made it look like he did a rep. And then they took all the weights off. Like that is, that's insane. I was like, what are you guys doing? Nah, shit's crazy in gyms. Hey, you want some funny videos? Just go on YouTube and type in toxic gym culture.
people shaming other people. Yeah. Like, how about here's a thought just leave other people alone. Do what you need to do there, you know? Stop judging other people. Reminds me, I wanted to mention a few books, audio books that are really good. And I got to make a list too. Yeah, this one. It is It's called Irresistible by this guy, Adam Alter. It's all about the rise of addictive technology. And the business of keeping us hooked. Excellent book. Talks about all this social media addiction. Addiction to some games in the past, too. And of course, the Coddling of the American Mind is always a great book. Own the Day by Aubrey Marcus. Yeah, that's a very good motivational book, too. Atomic Habits, great one. It's one I'm listening to now, Fatal Conveniences by Darren Olean. It's pretty good. It talks about all the, like the forever chemicals and just shit that's so bad for your body and your skin. And all of these cleaning products, you know, makeup, hair care, soaps, pretty much all this shit that we put in or on our bodies. Most of it's just, it's very horrible. Causes, you know, cancers, disease, all sorts of shit. You know, there's natural alternatives to all the stuff that people can use. But the amount of like, especially a lot of women, the amount of makeup and stuff that you put on your body and it's just so toxic like people just don't think of it i guess they just maybe just don't care but another new one i'm listening to the molecule of more it's all about dopamine in your brain you know and that's what we get when we're on our phones you know all the time you haven't looked at your phone in a while oh you, just, you gotta check it boink you know you get that dopamine hit That's what I've done is uh, I always have my phone on do not disturb and notifications turned off. That's why I never get, I have to get the phone out and look at it to, and open the phone to look at anything. 
you know, it doesn't, if it's on do not disturb, it doesn't show anything. Peter Atiyah's Outlive book. It's good. It's just really technical. The Science and Art of Longevity. It's long. It's like a 15-hour book or something. But it's really technical, but it's just, it's good. You just you got to take your time with it and try and understand it. Yeah, the book Countdown by Shauna Swan. That's another good one. All this phthalates and crap in our plastic that is getting into our bodies. It's messing up people's reproductive systems, men and women. Oh, you know, another great, great one everybody should listen to is called Prepared by this guy, Mike Glover. It's a manual for surviving worst-case scenarios. A lot of it's about situational awareness, you know, and uh, what to do in disasters. Everybody should read it. It's so good. Uh, for the men out there, Richard Cooper's Unplugged, the Unplugged Alpha book is excellent. just bought this book i haven't opened it yet toxic superfoods by sally norton yeah there's a lot of crap about how it says how oxalate overload is making you sick and how to get better basically it's telling you eat eat far less vegetables and fruits and more meat and fat so basically more carnivore slash keto eating which is what I have done for the past two months, and I'm down like 15 pounds. My inflammation's gone. I don't have pain in my knees or feet anymore. So, and another one, good one for both men and women is called Atomic Attraction. The Psychology of Attraction is very excellent. I think I've listened to that three times. There was another book. Where was that? There was a. Uh, yeah, yeah. Extreme Ownership. That's always a good one by Jocko.
Oh yeah, this is for women out there. This is your brain on birth control. Sarah Hill, PhD. Excellent book. I, I mean, it's yeah, it's all about birth control pills and yeah, how they fuck up your whole body, you know. Even down to how women pick mates, it messes it up. Who they're attracted to, you know. But yeah, those are some of my favorite books. I got a bunch of other ones. I like history ones too. Books about psychedelics are great. When Plants Dream is a great one about ayahuasca in the Amazon. I'm a big fan of uh, Michael Pollan. Botany of Desire is good. Uh, this is Your Mind on Plants. One of my favorites, as well as uh, How to Change Your Mind, the book. Oh, yeah, the movie, that means the not movie. Uh, the book Drunk, how we sipped, danced, and stumbled our way to civilization. It's interesting. It's about alcohol. Carnivore Code, Paul Saladino. That's really good. Oh, yeah, Endure by Cameron Haynes. It's a great motivational book. Mescaline, A Global History of the First Psychedelic. That's very interesting. American Buffalo. I really like that one. It's by a hunter, Stephen Ranella, but it's, it's really good. It's about it's a lot of historical stuff in it about Buffalo in America. Atomic Habits, that's always a great one. I think that's still on the top 100 audiobooks on Apple. And Terrence McKenna's book, excellent. Food of the Gods, the Search for the Original Tree of Knowledge, A Radical History of Plants or Drugs and Human Evolution. Yeah, and Peterson's book, honestly, 12, 12 Rules for Life. Listen to that like three or four times. It's good. You know, it's a good book to listen to. Helps, you know, take accountability for your life, get your life in order. 
kind of thing. Yeah, those are some of my favorite ones. Yeah, I mean, try and get out of your own way, you know, get a plan together, five or ten year plan, write it down, you know, have it as kind of a New Year's resolution, but keep it, you know, you know look back on it throughout the year. That's what I'm doing, so. All right, that's probably all for today. Next time I'll probably talk about the gym more and what I do for workouts, as well as nutrition. All right, until next time.